You're listening to Therapy for Your Money, a podcast about all things money and finance for therapy practice owners. If you want to feel confident and in control of your financial life, then you've come to the right spot. I'm your host, Julie Harris. I'm an accountant and the owner of Green Oak Accounting. My firm specializes in working with private practices across the U.S., and my team and I have worked with hundreds of private practice owners. I'm on a mission to share all the best practices I've learned along the way because I want you to have a profitable private practice. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Therapy for Your Money. Uh, Today, we are chatting with Carolyn Cressman from the Green Oak Accounting team. Carolyn, hi, how are you? Hi, I'm great. Thanks. Great. Uh, So I'm excited to have you on. Uh, Carolyn is one of the instructors in our brand new starting a group practice workshop um, that we are hosting over at Green Oak Accounting. So I wanted to have her on the podcast today to talk about the financial challenges and complexities that come with starting a group practice. Uh, Carolyn is one of the accounting managers at Green Oak Accounting too. So she has lots of experience working directly with group practice owners of all sizes, and she also uh, leads a team as well. All right, Carolyn, let's just jump right in. Uh, So what are some of the biggest concerns you see for new group practice owners? When I am talking to somebody who is considering expanding to a group practice, uh, a lot of times they are starting with this, they're, they're imagining what their practice is going to be. They want to make their practice a great place to work somewhere that they are fair and generous to their employees, uh, but they're worried about how they balance that with the overall financial health of the practice. So they have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> And so uh, how do they balance in most cases, all the, all the different questions that come with that or the competing priorities of, I want to be really generous, but I also need to make money. Yeah, it it is really tough. They have to figure out what is the complete compensation package that they can give to their clinicians. Um, Sometimes people fall into thinking just of what is the percentage split I'm going to give my employee or a my clinician. Um, but I try to help them think of uh, everything they're giving to somebody working with their practice. Cause it's not just about the monetary compensation. Um, it's also about the advertising that you're doing for them. The fact that they may not have to do their own billing. Uh, being a part of a group practice is really different than being a solo practitioner. Yeah. And I think a lot of, a lot of people who are self-employed sometimes have a hard time wrapping their heads around the fact that someone else would want to work for them, right? If you're in that self-employed mindset, it's easy to think, well, why wouldn't someone just work for themselves and do this on their own? But there's a lot of clinicians out there who have no desire to do their own billing, to do their advertising, to do all the things that come with being a practice owner. But do you see that disconnect too? Yes, absolutely. They forget that the the owner who's considering hiring somebody new, they forget all the time that they are going to be spending uh, on social media, putting their practice out there and uh, making connections in their community and the work it comes to fill somebody else's schedule that their clinician does not have to do. The clinician does not have to work to fill their schedule. That's why they want to be part of a group practice, why they're coming to you. Yeah. So in most cases, they get to show up, 
see their clients and then they go home. And then the group practice owner is the one who's doing all the behind the scenes stuff, the tinkering with the website, the Google ads, the SEO, like all those different, all those different pieces. Yeah. Um, so as we've worked through our first uh, cohort of these during a group practice workshop, what are some of the, the key takeaways that you've seen uh, from some of our attendees? I think some of the best things that we have are the uh, spreadsheet templates that we have out there. Um, I really love the one for figuring out your clinician's compensation. Uh, it's, it's I hope, a, pretty simple to use, but it gives the owners a chance to play around with different scenarios um, so they can imagine, okay, if I put in my uh, average reimbursement rate and a rate that I want to pay my employees and this many days PTO, how much will that cost me every pay period, every month, every year? And it's a good decision-making tool, right? The spreadsheet isn't trying to tell the practice owner what to do, but it's a tool the owner can use to decide how to make that balance. Yeah. And I think um, you've done a really great job within that spreadsheet to also to anchor some talking points when having a discussion with a potential hire on, you know, there are a lot of additional costs associated with you being in the practice. And like, that's, that's kind of a benefit as well, where they don't have to pay for their own EHR or Google or, you know, all the things that come with being in a business. And I think it's easy for practice owners to kind of gloss over that and not, not even mention it at all, but for employees to not even realize like that is all that it's that expensive, that there's that many things involved there. Mm -hmm. Another thing I really love that we offer is it's kind of a way to figure out the overall potential of your practice. Uh, if you know an amount of money that you need for your family's finances every month, okay, what does my practice need to look like in order for me to take that amount home and save for taxes and do everything else? How many sessions, how many employees will it take me to reach that goal? Yeah. And, and for a new group practice owner, especially like building in money for taxes, that is a big deal. That's often something that can put a, a newer practice in a really difficult situation come tax mm -hmm. time, right? Where you're not only uh, scrambling to get the money for this year, but now you're also scrambling to save up for next year's estimated tax as well. It's kind of a double whammy. Right. Um, and so setting things up in a way that you realize like not all this money is mine. Um, I need to save some for <laughs> Uncle Sam or the IRS for your state. Um, that puts a practice owner in a really good in a really good situation. All right, let's move on to kind of a different topic. Uh, one of the more important pieces of growing a group practice is managing cash flow. Uh, and so how do you recommend that new group practice owners tackle that? So I think the first thing is that you, you need to know your own numbers. You have to run the numbers now to understand what you're going to need to achieve these goals. Uh, so the templates that I was just talking about can help with that. Um, because the question that we hear a lot is, how much does it cost me to hire a new employee? So the, you know, we want to know what will it cost to pay them every paycheck. That's important. Um, but there are some other costs that you sometimes forget about uh, that, that you need to build in and, and save uh, all the software and phone and, you know, adding their 
email address is some overhead costs. Uh, but what about the time it's going to take you to hire somebody? Like uh, when you're interviewing, you can't see a client during that hour. Right. Uh, so that's going to take away some of the your your normal revenue. And then once the new employee comes on, are you going to be handling their intake calls and their billing? Or do you need to increase the amount of admin hours? Maybe you have a VA or uh, maybe you're, uh, you will need to hire a VA specifically because you won't be able to handle the increased administrative work that comes with an employee. Uh, and I, I want people to really think about that before they hire somebody and not be blindsided by it when it's almost too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I would say one of the most common mistakes we see for a brand new group practice is paying the first employee too much because yes. most often adding one employee doesn't add a huge amount of expenses, right? There's the software, there's a little bit more advertising, right? But most of the time the owner is compensating uh, for a lot of the things that would otherwise be done by an admin. So the owner is still doing most of the intake, is still doing billing, right? It's still doing all the administrative work around that because it's just the one person. So if that compensation is set at the very high end of what's possibly uh, available based on that, then that doesn't leave any room for future additions because that mm -hmm. might work for one single clinician, but when you have five clinicians and the phone is ringing from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., like that's just not possible for one owner to handle all of that. Or it, it's possible if you're like edging on burnout. <laughs> but in, in, in reality, like something is getting dropped. A ball is getting dropped or the owner is shifting their role into like an almost 100% administrative role right. at that point. And so building in room for all of that is such a huge benefit uh, to, to practice owners. All right. What are some of the other cash flow items that you look at? Um, I would want an owner to look at their savings account. Um, you never want to be in the position the day before payday that you are worried that you won't be able to pay your employee. Hmm. That you're worried that, you know, I sure hope that insurance deposit comes tonight because payroll has to be run tomorrow. And if you're not careful, it, it can be quite easy actually to, to be in that situation. So we recommend having uh, at least two weeks wages, you know, two weeks payroll cost, even four weeks payroll cost saved up in a savings account before you even start interviewing your first employee. Um, because we know that practice owners, uh, an owner would never let their employee go unpaid while they themselves still take a paycheck, right? Our, our uh, practice owners are never going to do that. So you are really putting your practice and also your family at risk if you're not saving up in advance. Yeah. And so with that advice, I know you, you hold that line, um, you hold a hard line there, but with that advice, we often hear, well, then I, I feel like I can't afford to hire, but I can't mm -hmm. afford not to hire. So how do you how do you respond to that? If you feel like you have no room in your budget to save up a little every week, then it's time to take a look at your budget. What is there that you can change now so that you can start saving 50 bucks, 100 bucks a week and you know, 
and build up your savings before you start growing your practice. Yeah. Growing a practice with $0 available is just a very, very tough situation. It's also not, not great for employee retention, right? That stress, Mm -hmm. that financial stress, other people can feel that too. Um, Over the years at uh, Green Oak Accounting, you've worked with a lot of practice owners on a monthly basis. Um, And I know there's definitely a lot of value in what we do, uh, but I realize that there's not, uh, it doesn't always make financial sense for a a brand new tiny baby practice uh, to work with us on a monthly basis. So who do you think would benefit from the starting a group practice workshop uh, versus monthly services? I would say that any practice owner who has been a solo owner for a while and is considering hiring hiring a team but hasn't hired yet, they are a great uh, candidate for trying out this course because they will get answers to a lot of their questions. And beyond just working with an expert, they really get the understanding behind it. Having an expert that you work with on an ongoing basis that that relieves some of the workload off your plate, that's really important. But there's also a lot of a value in understanding what that expert is doing before you yeah. outsource the work. Um, I come from a teaching background before I was a bookkeeper. And so I really love being able to empower owners to understand what's going on in their numbers and, and feel in control of their money and then, you know, when the time comes and they've hired a few people and there's a lot more room in the budget and they have a lot more things going on their plate, then they'll probably get to the point where it, the time is right to offload that work and come to Green Oak and we will, uh, you know, take that off your plate. But you'll have the understanding of why you made the choices you did with your employees before you start working with us. Yeah. And, and before we started recording, Carolyn, you and I were just chatting about, um, you know, starting a business, starting a group, like those are periods that are just going to be a lot of work. There isn't really a way around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and those are, those are tough times, but there is sometimes the, the desire to start a group, but also reduce sessions immediately. And the reality is, is in most cases, that is not possible unless you have a lot of flexibility over what you're able to take home and um, you're you're able to cover your living expenses by with the income of a spouse, then you might have some flexibility there. But if you need that money to live, there's a good chance that for three, six, nine months, you are working harder than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's a, a tough reality of being a group practice owner and it does eventually get better, but that is the reality. Like there's a lot of pieces, uh, moving pieces there. There's a lot of things that are happening. You're kind of drinking from fire hose knowledge wise, trying to learn mm-hmm. how to hire, how to be a boss, how to do in- intake for someone other than yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it time to get a, a VA? There's a lot of different pieces going on there. Um, so I feel like you, you and I, Carolyn, always try to be realistic on what exactly it's going to take. It takes money, but it also takes a good amount of time and and attention. It's like having a newborn baby a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. You have to teach your practice how to 
<laughs> crawl before it can walk on its own. <laughs> yes. And I feel like the, the sleepless nights are a little bit different, but they can still, they still happen uh, <laughs> with, with a business baby as well. Um, all right. So Carolyn, why don't you tell us just a little bit about the workshop um, before we go today? So it is a six week course um, and it's to be completed on your own schedule. Um, we have lots of videos, uh, you know, pre-recorded videos uh, covering the, the specific questions that we've heard from practice owners many times. Uh, in addition to those, we have tutorials on how to use uh, QuickBooks, specifically QuickBooks Online, um, and Gusto, which is our preferred uh, payroll processor. Uh, obviously, people can use whatever uh, systems they end up wanting to, to, but this is the most come of the, some of the most popular softwares that we see. So we have tutorials on those. And then we have um, templates, spreadsheet templates, like I mentioned before, that you will be able to download tutorials on how to use them, where to put the numbers so that you can uh, know your know your numbers and know your budget. Um, and in addition to that sort of on your own work, we also have live Q&As every week. So as you're watching the videos and working on the spreadsheet, if you come across things that are confusing or you need extra help in, you just jot those questions down and we will answer them live. Uh, and those are also recorded if you, if you can't happen to make the the Q&A time, um, you would still hear the answer to your question. All right, perfect. So we are starting a new cohort on February 6th. It's a six-week workshop. If you're interested in registering, just go to greenoakaccounting.com slash workshop, and you will get to the uh, registration page. You can see a lot of information about the course, and you can also register uh, right then and there. And until December 31st, if you use the code EARLYBIRD, uh, you can also get a discount there as well. All right, Carolyn, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and chatting with me about uh, starting a group and all the fun complexities that come with it. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is a lot of fun. If you're looking for accounting help, head over to therapyforyourmoney.com slash accounting to find information about my accounting firm and all of our specialized services just for private practice owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love for you to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Just head over to iTunes, click on ratings and reviews, and give us a quick shout out. We really appreciate it. The information contained in this podcast represents the host and guest's general opinions and should not be construed as personalized accounting and tax advice. Listeners should consider all facts and circumstances before applying this information and seek appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. Any info provided does not constitute accounting, tax, or legal advice.